Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. In this episode, I'm interviewing Stephanie Slocum. Stephanie is a straight-talking, down-to-earth engineer, author of She Engineers, online entrepreneur, speaker, and mom of three. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, Christina. Well, let's, before we get into the topic, can you share a little bit about your background with the listeners? Happy to do so. Uh, so my background is in engineering. I have two engineering degrees. I worked uh, in a small private consulting firm uh, for about 15 years uh, before I ended up starting my own company where we focus on uh, professional and career development. We have a specialty for women in STEM. Uh, I also have three children uh, and a spouse who's coming from a technical background as well to give uh, maybe to give your listeners some other facets of uh, who I am that will play into our discussion today. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sensing some fun stories coming <laughs> up. <laughs> so how do we build professional confidence? That is, that is the topic for today, isn't it? Um, so I'm coming at professional confidence as a fairly confident person. And I imagine we, we have a mix, right? Some, some of the listeners are like, oh yeah, I'm confident. I got this. Some folks are like, okay, I need to work on this. Uh, but what I found is when I went into a work environment where I felt like I didn't fit that it seemed like a lot of people had, uh, some of my coworkers and peers around me had an easier time going up the career ladder or being heard or getting their ideas across. It would feel like, uh, you know, all of a sudden now I'm not speaking up. I'm sitting in a meeting and thinking, okay, I want to say something, but I'm not. And when that happens over time and you're not aware of it because you're doing things like I did and kind of trying to fake it till you make it, because that's what we're all told to do, it, it results in this confidence drain. Uh, and so confidence that I'm talking about today is not the same as self-esteem. It is when you are in a professional environment, if you're in a work environment, if you are an entrepreneur, wherever you're at, it is feeling like you are you've got this. You are owning your career tra trajectory. You're speaking up when you want to. It's that you have not just the, the technical skills per se to get your job done effectively, but this, the people skills you need to be able to speak up, to have a fulfilling career in whatever path that looks like for you that's on your terms and aligned with your unique skills, gifts, and talents. Um, so I want to talk about two things that I see most often that get in the way of this. Um, and they're going to make a lot of sense when I say them. Uh, and so I'll give you some examples of how you put these two things into practice. So often when I'm coaching folks, the, the gap between where they are and where they want to be comes down to two things related to professional confidence, confidence in a work setting. And those two things are first, being really, really clear on what you want. And then secondly, asking for what you want. Now, let's, let's talk about those two things independently. 
Uh, so I worked as a professional woman in a technical field, as, as you would imagine. There were not a ton of other women in most <laughs> of the places I've worked. Not to say, you know, yeah. I've been fortunate to work in places that were relatively supportive, uh, but there weren't a lot of other women. There definitely weren't a lot of other the stereotype of the engineer is very real. We'll put it that way. Um, and so when you you go into that environment, you already have whatever baggage you might have about what it means to be a professional. Um, so for me, I had kind of internalized all the gender role-related things that we do from media, social, TV, otherwise. Uh, and then additionally to that, I go into this work environment and I'm like, okay, you know, I look around, all the guys are wearing a certain kind of uniform, khaki pants and a polo shirt. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not really my thing, but I'm just going to go ahead and like change that part. That seems easy enough uh, to, to be kind of my uniform for work, but it didn't stop there. <laughs> it, it went on to other things and I found myself trying to change myself into what I thought my work environment needed me to be, which completely drained my professional confidence. And what I was doing was I was basically internalizing other people's expectations. Mm. I wasn't sitting there thinking about, okay, what do I actually really want out of this job or this project or this career path? I was looking around and waiting for my manager to say, oh, this is what you should go do next. Or this is what you're really good at. You should focus on this. Instead of doing like the hard work of introspection to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, until one day I woke up and, and I, I say I woke up, but this happened over a period of time. Uh, one day I found myself in a spot where I had done all the things that other people's expectations expected of me. Um, I had climbed the corporate career ladder. I had gotten to some level of management leadership. I was you know, leading teams. And I looked at this and I said, okay, I'm here. And I'm not sure I like myself. <laughs> and I am not sure that uh, this is where I want to be. And I absolutely do not want my boss's job in 20 years. Uh, and that was kind of my, oh, you know what moment where I said, yeah. crap, I got to figure this out because I, I'm not willing to stay in, in that spot. Uh, and I imagine a lot of your listeners can resonate with being in that position at various points in their career where, okay, I did the thing. Now what? <laughs> yeah. um, and so I'll get to how you can um, unwind from that in a moment. Uh, but I want to I want to switch over to the the second part of this. So confidence, getting clear on what you want, um, and I'll tell you the rest of the story momentarily. Uh, but the second part is asking for what you want. And so again, for me, I thought I couldn't ask, uh, particularly as a woman. Uh, there, we have a lot of internalized gender roles around being a peacemaker, being a, a collaborative person, being the team player, uh, not speaking up, advocating for ourselves. And it, it's certainly not just women. I'm sure there's men listening right now who are like, yeah, I don't do that either. Yeah. Um, but there's all, all sorts of things there about reasons 
that we do not ask for what we want. Um, and what I've found for myself and for others is that when we are telling ourselves reasons that we're not going for what we want, usually, usually the underlying factor is related to fear. Um, and this is why I said the second part of confidence is asking for what you want, not waiting till you're not afraid or waiting until you feel like you have confidence or getting another credential or more experience or all the rationalizations we dream up about why we're not going for what we actually want. Um, and so I'm going to tie these two things together in my story because when I sat down and thought about what I wanted, I realized that in my case, the corporate career path was not, in fact, what I wanted. Uh, I wanted to have a big impact, uh, a bigger impact in the field than I could working as a, a technical person in that particular role. Um, and so I figured out kind of where I wanted to go with that. Uh, and today I, am, I have the, the specialty in coaching women in STEM specifically. Um, and I ended up writing a book called She Engineers. And I ended up launching a business uh, with no business background or training. Uh, the business was entirely online. I didn't even have social media accounts prior to launching this business. Um, and, and on paper, I had very little experience credentials other than just having worked in the field that would make me so qual called qualified to do this. So on paper, I should have had absolutely no confidence at all to be able to go and do that. But what I kept on coming back to, uh, and the tip I want to share with your listeners, is that when you know what you want and you know what drives you, why do you want to do what, what you're doing? What is, what is behind where you want to go? And you show up for whatever that is in an attitude of service. You know, how can I help the person in front of me the best way I can right now? Instead of an attitude of, I'm not good enough, or I'm going to change who I am to fit in, what happens is you show up with a lot of confidence because you're focused outwardly instead of inwardly. Yeah. Um, so my first kind of very, very practical tip here when it comes to uh, getting clear on what you want and showing up in your wherever you are with confidence is setting that intention before you go into that situation. So it can be simple as, and I like to write these down, uh, if I'm walking into an important meeting or I'm giving a presentation, as you would imagine, as a technical person, giving presentations was also nothing that I had ever been taught to do uh, in you know, engineering school, but now it's something I do all the time. Before I do that, I will write a sentence or two saying something to the effect of, I'm going to show up in service of this, this person or this group in front of me, you know, no matter what happens, and I'm going to stay focused on helping them the entire time. Because for me, my driver is always be, is, has always been, how can I help the most people possible in whatever way I can? Now, your particular driver might be different. But that is the first step to figuring out you know, exactly what you want to do 
and then being able to show up with confidence in all the various work or entrepreneurial situations you could find and being able to show up that way, even if and when you don't know all the answers. Ooh, (laughs) scary (laughs) for some, right? I can imagine what some people are saying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely, it's definitely scary, right? But, but that, that, you know, we're, we're showing up with confidence. And then when it comes again to asking for what you want, it's getting to the other side of that fear we have of stepping out of our comfort zone. Yeah. So the, the very first presentation I ever gave, and I have to say, so I went through college and it was about 10 years before even where I was working, I was willing to give a presentation. Had I waited until I was comfortable doing that (laughs) or confidently ready to stand up on the stage and and go do that, uh, we would not be talking today because I never would have given that presentation. Yeah. So instead, I looked at this and said, okay, I know I need, this is a skill. uh, And this is one of the few skills that I don't care what industry you're in. I don't care what your actual job is. Public speaking will accelerate your path in virtually any possible industry. Exactly. If you can get good at it. Uh, And so for me, I'm an introvert. Uh, I am the person that's like small talk. Just I don't want to deal with that. Uh, A crowd of people back when we could get together in person, not my thing. Um, But I knew I had to get better at this because it was holding me back. Um, So I volunteered to give a presentation. and I you know, prepared, way over-prepared. I probably spent like a week worth of time for this 20-minute talk I had to give. And when I went up to the podium, I had to hide behind the podium because I was physically shaking. So my legs, my hands, they were like kind of wobbling back and forth because I was so nervous about giving this presentation. But I did it. And then I volunteered for another one and did it again and again and again. And that's how you build confidence. You do not wait, again, for the fear to go away or to feel like, okay, like confidence isn't a feeling. It is taking the next little action that you need to move yourself forward, whatever that may be. And even for this presentation I gave, the first action wasn't to put put together the presentation. The first action was to raise my hand and say, yes, I'm going to do it. And then the person who heard me say that, well, now I couldn't get out of it because I had, <laughs> I had said I was going to do it. Uh, and trust me, I had many, many second thoughts on this. Um, but for everyone listening today, if you're thinking to yourself, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm not showing up as confidently as I could in various situations. First, set that intention, figure out how you want to show up. And second, take that first step. And it doesn't have to be big. It may be just raising your hand and saying, yes, I'm going to go do this. It might be sitting in a meeting where you are the only person that looks like you and you feel like no one gets you in the meeting and speaking up when every other time you've bit your tongue and and not said anything because you thought to yourself, who's going to want to listen to me? 
I love that. So essentially it's becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? So seizing that opportunity, just say yes, then you can figure out how you're going to do it, right? Practice, run through simulations. It almost sounds like a little bit of exposure therapy for lack of a better term. And that is that is exactly what it is, or at least how how we've found that to be when we're talking about building confidence in ourselves and in other people. I mean, I can share a really good analogy on this. So I have uh, three children. We have two elementary school students, one middle school. Uh, I will say our teachers are awesome, but first graders were never meant to learn virtually. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when we're teaching them to ride their bike or tie their shoes, um, if I go ride the bike for them or tie their shoes for them, they never learn to do it. Exactly. And it becomes this big, scary thing uh, about, oh, what if I ride the bike and, and fall off it? And the more you don't do it, <laughs> the bigger and scarier it becomes in your head. And so at work, it's the same. At work and in life, it's the same thing. Taking that first little action, empowering yourself to take that little action, even when you're scared, builds confidence. And then you build a little confidence and you can take the next action after that to build your confidence a little more. And you keep on doing that. And sooner or later, you're going to find yourself in a place that you couldn't have even imagined uh, because you kept on taking the next step. Yeah. Incremental improvement. Yes. Yeah. And I almost, I almost think, and I haven't read the book, but I, I saw her speech. Uh, was it Mel Robbins on the five second rule? Just like speak up within five seconds <laughs> or five countdown to five, I think it was, and then speak up it's similar. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard that. I, I, I will say <laughs> as a, as an introverted person, I definitely don't always fall into the five seconds. Yeah. Sometimes I have to go back after the fact and speak up. But that's okay too, because the the whole point is that you do the thing, right? You yeah. speak up, uh, advocate for yourself, whatever that is, whatever that is for you. Uh, but the the key point of all of this is if there's any listeners sitting here today thinking to themselves, you know, I feel like I'm just not good enough to go do that, really dive into, okay, what, what drives you? What would you do that you would feel like, okay, I can show up in, in service to whomever I'm with and I'm going to, I'm going to go do it. I like that. Hey, just do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying not to be the Nike slogan, but, <laughs> but it works. <laughs> it works. And we, I think maybe particularly because uh, a lot of times I'm working with really, really technical people. It is incredible to me how often, and I've done the same thing. So I mean, I'm, I'm, I will turn this on myself. It is incredible to me how often we rationalize. Oh yeah. Why we aren't doing what we want to do. I need more experience. I need more credentials. And then I turn around and look at a college student that started their own business with no experience and no credentials and half the people telling them that they were crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have three children and I had them all while working for an employer uh, in an engineering firm. And I had lots of people 
ask me, well, how the heck do you balance having kids and having this technical career? It's, it, it's amazing, <laughs> again, to me, about how many people took that and said, well, I couldn't do that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not true. You just don't want to. Yep. <laughs> if you're not doing it, you don't really want to. Uh, and so since we are all about straight talk <laughs> on this particular show, <laughs> um, I, I just want to encourage all the listeners to really look inside yourself. And if you are coming up with a reason to wait to do what you really want to do because you're not ready or any of these other rationalizations, uh, at least be honest with yourself about what's going on and why you're not doing the thing you really want to do. I love that. And then quit bleeping around <laughs> and do it. <laughs> so you mentioned working with people. Can you share a little bit more about your products and services? Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Um, so there are two sides to my business. Uh, I work as a career coach for women in STEM. Uh, up through the the corporate ladder, focusing predominantly on helping those women gain influence, uh, and and that could look like you know getting the promotion, getting a new job, being able to get buy in for your ideas, uh, not getting interrupted during meetings. Very common scenario for professional women. Uh, and then the other side of my business is as a business strategist for people who are starting their online businesses. And I have a specialty in helping people who feel like they're stuck in the corporate career trap, starting an online business even while they're working full time, which is exactly how I started my own. Um, and so you can uh, come to my website, engineersrising.com and check out all of the programs related to both of those things. Um, and additionally, as you may have gotten, uh, I tend to be a pretty open networker. And if somebody's listening and they're like, I want to pick her brain on writing a book or starting a business, even if you don't fall into the categories that I just said I predominantly serve, feel free to reach out. I am happy to help in whatever way I can. Oh, that is that attitude of service. It is. Yes. <laughs> Okay, we are at that point in the episode where you share your final piece of advice. My final piece of advice is, if you want something, go for it. Stop making the excuses or rationalizations about why you aren't doing it. Or worse, getting overwhelmed because your big dream may be intimidating to the people around you. Figure out what that next step is you can take to get you one iota closer to your dream. Even if it's just 15 minutes you have after listening to this, do that thing and then build it over time. Oh, I love it. Do that thing. <laughs> of course, you know, that's totally in alignment with quit bleeping around. So I'm very excited <laughs> about this. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for joining us today, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me, Christina. It's been a blast. If you'd like to learn more about Stephanie, visit her website at engineersrising.com. Does your organization need a proven leadership development program? Visit christinaeans.com for more information.